All right, Crypt Nation. Couldn't be more excited to be back with a weekly fire. Bryson Pizza Mine coming at you from the warm San Diego. And we have missed doing this show so much. So much. Where have we been, Bryce? What have we been doing all of January that we had to take a little hiatus? Oh, geez, guy. Uh, where, where haven't we been? First off, I mean, we had the Crypto 2020 Summit, which was a huge, smashing success. There's about 6,500 people that signed up for the Crypto 2020 Summit. That was a huge, huge thing. We had a lot of fun. Uh, got a ton of good feedback, too. So couldn't be more thrilled without, with really how that happened. Um, met a lot of new friends, had some great conversations. Uh, we put together uh, what we're calling uh, the Crypto 101 Insider. And guys, this is everything that you guys need to know. Uh, you can come follow us, track our trades, get our exact entry and exit points on all the altcoins and Bitcoin, really how we're seeing the market. So if you go to Crypto101Insider.com, you can get access to all that uh, for a dollar. So that's something we've been spending a lot of time on, uh, building this Crypto 101 Insider group. Uh, and we've got a lot of traction, uh, a ton of members, and a lot of great conversations going on inside there. So guys, if you want to get deeper into Crypt Nation, uh, that is the perfect way to do it. And we've also been working on CryptoRevolution.com. We've got a book out now that is free, just pay shipping. And we've worked on that for about a year. And then uh, we've also been building out a lot of courses, video courses, how-tos, deep dives. Uh, Bryce did this technical analysis video that was like 90 minutes long. It was blowing my mind. Um, it is really, really good. So we've, we've had to take a little bit of break from the weekly fire, but uh, we have not been on vacation. We've been working harder than ever. And the market looks like it's been working harder than ever, too. And all of this hard work is finally starting to pay off. It is. Oh, my God. It feels good to finally be out of the bear market and be able to take some profits. <laughs> it's been so long. It has been a long, long time. And as you guys could probably tell from my voice, I've been a little under the weather. But you know what hasn't been under the weather and has been very hot is uh, the crypto market. So as always, feels good to be back, guys. Do you have a friend who's interested in getting into cryptocurrency, but they don't know where to start building their portfolio? Well, we have the answer. It's called CopyTrader by eToro. With CopyTrader, you can automatically copy every trade of eToro's top crypto traders, just like myself or Bryce or Kevin, at the exact price point and in real time. No need to study up on markets or develop your own strategies. Simply just sign up and copy our trades. Any profits that we make, you do too. Proportional to your investment, of course. With eToro, you get access to the world's most popular cryptocurrencies with transparent trading fees all in one easy-to-use app. Copy the smart money with eToro. Let's kick things off with the crypto weather report, as always. We're diving into the charts. Um, you know, right now it is Wednesday. We're recording this. It's 3.30 p.m. And Bitcoin is right at its uh, swing uh, high over here at about ten thousand dollars, three hundred and twenty-eight. Um, you know, this is really a make or break it point. This is really the we're retesting the highs of October twenty-fourth, twenty-nineteen, and that was a really significant point in the market. That was when President Xi announced that you know blockchain is a serious, serious endeavor that China's taking over and taking on, I should say. And we saw a huge, huge, huge volume spike on that day. Actually, still to this day. Uh, the biggest single uh, single eight-hour session uh, in crypto history of trading Bitcoin was was October 24th, and so right now we're 
We're testing that level. But guys, what we're seeing in Bitcoin specifically is that we finally have a, a solid uptrend. We have the 20-day moving average sloping upwards. We got the 50-day average sloping upwards. And we got the 200-day moving average sloping upwards. And we got price above all of those averages. So finally, apps. I mean, it's been a really, really long time since we've had that combination. It's actually been since looking at the charts right now, July 14th, 2019, since we've had this sort of concoction. Um, so we are back in a bull market. Uh, volumes are great across the board. I saw a statistic the other day that in the month of January, uh, across the entire crypto market, we traded $3 trillion in that one month. So, Oh my God. Yeah, that's a great... And again, we, we, it's hard to validate all the the legitimacy of a lot of the volume traded on, on some of the exchanges, but that was some data that was pulled from CoinMarketCap that I thought was really impressive. Um, kind of moving on, we're really, really, really uh, deep in the Tezos community, and we've been following that coin. And if you guys are on my eToro Copy Trader account, you can see I went all in on Tezos at a dollar and thirty cents or dollar and twenty-seven cents. It's all there, um, and now we're at about three dollars and twenty-seven cents. So that's been easily my best trade uh, of the last long while. And I'm I'm really bullish on Tezos for several reasons. And if you signed up for Crypto Twenty Twenty Summit and bought access to the recordings, you got a bonus call. That bonus call is in your Teachable account. Um, where you could see our two-hour analysis uh, on, on Tezos. And that was a lot of fun. And um, Tezos is just really primed to continue to take over a lot of market share. It's the most secure smart contract platform with formal verification, um, which means you know every, code that it, every piece of code that is written runs exactly as intended. It's the same kind of code that operates um, you know, airplanes and aerospace and you know, rocket engines. It's... It's really, you're not going to be having the same sorts of uh, problems that you ran into with Solidity uh, when all those, which is what Ethereum's built on, where you're going to have lots of different hacks and bugs and DevOps 1999. I'll never forget that day when he hacked a smart contract that was running, um, that parody was running, and it froze $150 million of funds just because he wrote a kill switch. Uh, it was just, it was so, it was just such an absurd moment in the crypto world that Tezos is really trying to, uh, to, to really get in the middle of that and say, hey, that we could have secure smart contracts that people can, you know, issue securities on and stuff. And even be, <laughs> even beyond that, um, you know, we have the proof of stake. So it's, you know, really the first true dividend bearing cryptocurrency. Um, Bryce actually went on for 90 minutes <laughs> in a private call. Uh, just yesterday, just yesterday, it still has more content to come out. That's how much he loves Tezos. <laughs> it is laughable that more people are not following Bryce on his eToro copy trader. If you think you know better, more power to you. But if you're not so sure, you should be following him. Yes, I, I, I followed this move uh, a little bit after. I think I got in like 180. Yep. And uh, it's been your I, best trade of the year too. It's been my best trade of the year. I've already doubled my money in uh, just a couple weeks. So thanks, bud. Yeah, you Good bet. Job. And the last thing I'll say about uh, Tezos is it's it's really cool because they have what's called on-chain governance. So you're not actually like in the court in the in the case of Bitcoin, um, you know, you have hard forks all the time, and that's how they resolve uh, network upgrades. And, and really, with Tezos, uh, there is no hard forking, so you're always going to have uh, one consensus and, and one state of the the network. Really, so that's really cool. Uh, kind of moving on. Uh, from there, and we'll look at some of the big cap coins. Dash has been a huge mover 
um, you know, from the from the lows from January first, literally is when it started its pump. It's it's really crazy. Just right at the beginning of the year, January first, it's up since January first. Basically, uh, what is that? Two hundred thirty three two hundred thirty three percent. Really impressive move. Um, we're still net long dash. Again, it's got that same magic formula that we look to identify trends. Not only is you know weekly momentum above the zero line, we got bullish uh, a bullish cross above the zero line for momentum. We also have again that sweet 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 combo of the twenty, the fifty, and the two hundred price above all those and all those averages sloping upwards. That's how you know buyers are in control. Again, we see massive volume. Um, one of the coins we really like is Kyber Network. Again, same sweet sweet setup, guys. The point I'm trying to make here, I mean, Zcash, look at this, everything is Link, uh, Neo, Ocean Protocol, XMR, ZRX, all these things are, you know, not only strong relative to the dollar, because everything's strong relative to the dollar, aka King Shitcoin, aka King Infinite Supply, aka King of the Printing Press, King of Inflation and Confiscation through Inflation, and just you know, it's the supply is endless. So of course things are going to go up relative to that in the long term. That makes sense, right? The dollar is designed to lose value over time. What's not designed to lose value over time is something that is a hard capped supply like the cryptocurrencies, right? That have true utility that, you know, are required to transact in the network and that, you know, you need to stake in order to make votes in these digital commonwealths and, you know, basically being able to have a currency that's borderless and permissionless that you could send anywhere to anyone at any time around the world uh, for virtually no cost. So, so these things are, of course, rising quickly, quickly, quickly against the dollar. But if you look at the cross pair against Bitcoin, these things are also... Uh, rising very quickly against Bitcoin. So we're in this magical golden hour uh, that we like to call alt season. Um, and we're truly here. After two years of mini dead cat bounces and fake rallies and all sorts of different little, um, you know, fake outs, essentially. We're calling it. We're calling it. Yeah, yeah. We, well, we, we've been calling it since the beginning of the year. Uh, we just haven't been on the weekly fire for a while just because there's been so many damn other things going on. But guys, we couldn't be more excited uh, to see this alt season truly start coming to uh, coming to a head, that's and right, unfolding, and that's the weather report. I mean, plus, I mean, look at Ethereum. This thing's been up. Oh my god, it's been yeah. pumping all day, and that's when you know because think about how much overhead supply Ethereum has, right? Like Ethereum, for instance, everybody raised money in Ethereum in 2017 and 2018, um, and that just means there's a lot of treasuries out there still left to liquidate. So. I think a lot of the, you know, the higher prices are going to attract a lot more supply into the market. So as much as I, I love Ethereum, I'm just not as bullish as I am on Ethereum uh, as I am as, you know, Tezos, for instance. Tezos, 80% of the total supply is locked up in staking. Uh, that means there's not a lot of float on the markets. Um, you know, we have 90% of the, of the, supply already in, or sorry, 80% of the supply already in circulation. So when you have 80% of the supply in circulation and 80% of the total supply staked, you have about 90% uh, um, of the total possible coins to be traded on exchanges locked up. That means there's just no ask side liquidity, um, which is really good 
for, for, for price. Because when you have increasing demand and a really, really, really small amount of coins to, to float, then you're going to see massive sky, skyrockets. So that's so, kind of all I'll say on, on the weather report. I'm going to flip it over to Pizza Mind. Hold on, hold on. Um, just, just to like kind of uh, summarize what you're saying is the nerd stats are looking sexy right now. The nerd stats, oh boy, they got, yes, they make things. Okay, cool. <laughs> now I understand. They're hot. Now it makes sense. All right. And to give you one more number, we've piled on $80 billion in value and counting so far just this past week. That's truly amazing, Think man. Think about that. So Legitimate guys, projects are shooting up over 100% in a single day or better. Yeah, I mean... Not just shitcoin scams. Real coins are shooting up this much. Real coins are, are finally starting to get back to uh, showing some value. And guys, again, you know, we missed being here on the Weekly Fire. But these are conversations that we're having every day uh, in our private group. So go to Crypto101Insider.com uh, if you can't get enough of this kind of commentary and analysis. Uh, you guys can get access to all this stuff for a buck. Yeah, so we are going to bring back the Weekly Fire as a regular part of our show schedule. But we're going to be doing it on Thursdays now. So we're only going to have one Crypto 101 podcast every week. Right. Then we're going to have, that's going to be Monday still. We're going to have the weekly fire on Thursday. And on occasion, there will be a Saturday release here and there intermittently of our founder series. Yes. Uh, we still haven't forgotten about that either. So definitely keep an eye out for that. There's still going to be lots more content coming. Now let's get on to hot or not. Hot or not. Okay. The hot coins we have are absolutely on fire, even more so than Australia and the Amazon combined. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm just being real. Like, that's how much it's going up right now. Because literally, the value that is put on is more than what's burning down. Right, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not being tongue-in-cheek or trying to be, you know, extreme or insensitive. <laughs> I mean, literally, these coins are getting more value than what is actually being burned. And guys, if you remember Hot or Not, just as a refresher, it's been a while since we've been here. Hot or Not is the basically the the biggest movers up and the biggest movers down over a seven-day period uh, that are on the first page of CoinMarketCap, which is the top 100 cryptocurrencies. That's right. So in number three, OKB has gained 83% this past week. Nice. Number two, Blockstack has gained 86%. And Hedera Hashcraft has gained an ungodly 243% this week alone, piling on more than $150 million to its market cap. That is absolutely, like you said, ungodly. I mean, but again, remember this thing, Hedera Hashcraft, Mance Harmon's a good friend of Crypto 101. He came to the summit. He's been on the show before. Um, they had some just struggles with the early investors losing a lot of faith, dumping really quickly, and they raised $100 million, but the market cap got dropped down and sold down below two, uh, below sorry $20 million. And so it was trading, think about a stock that's trading, you know, 80% below its, you know, cash reserves or its cash value. It's just, some of this stuff is just insane. And there was such a discrepancy between the true value and even just the war chest that these guys had and how much the token was trading at. So there was there's quite a discount on Hashgraph. And it finally, you know, that gap got realized and closed. And so now it's back up above a $250 million market cap in the course of a week. So Mance, uh, we know you're listening. Congrats on the the big bump in market share. You can finally sleep a little better at night. And it kind of it actually came off the back of their announcements that 
their announcement, I think yesterday or two days ago, that Google Cloud is going to be running a Hashgraph node um, in their blockchain. So Hashgraph is Whoa. really cool. Yeah. That, so that was a really big announcement that spiked it. And Hashgraph is one of those uh, the coins that is kind of like, you know, Mance likes to think or mention to us that, you know, Libra really, you know, Facebook's Libra stole, you know, not not you know, like... Uh, was inspired by. Yeah, it was inspired by. Thank you. It was inspired by uh, Hashgraph's consensus model with their consortium, basically where you have, you know, selected nodes as miners, you know, a bunch of big group of companies, not just anybody. So it's kind of a hybrid between something that's a little private, a little public. Um, but yeah, anyhow, Google Cloud just signed on officially to be a node on the network, which is just when you have the nod of a company like Google and them saying, okay, well, your technology is what we're going to get behind um, and run nodes for it. Just, you, you, you can't really get more bullish than that. So again, shout out to those guys. And then on the, on the, on the flip side, we have our biggest losers, which, you know, these are all legitimate coins. For instance, we have synthetics, which is a very cool platform uh, that makes, you know, synthetics and derivatives on top of Ethereum. Uh, that's down 11.5%, which is not that bad in the last bad. seven days. You know, it's a healthy retrace. Um, probably a good buying opportunity since we're net in a bear market, right? Mm. Um, we have Swipe uh, down 14%. I'm not as confident in, in, in Swipe as I am some of the others. I'm not entirely sure what they do, but uh, they're down 14%. So look into them. And Icon, ICX, right? They retrace 19%. But these guys, remember, they're up 234% this year. That means literally in six weeks, <laughs> they are, they're up 234% this year. So guys, it's not really hard to imagine um, the environment that we're in right now. We're in, we're in a bull market. We're feeling no pain. Yeah, we're, we're feeling very little pain. But there's still a long, 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 long ways to go until these these values get back to where they were in 2017. So we think that if you're not exposed to this market yet, uh, you definitely should be. Uh, let's move on to one of our favorite little portions of the of the um, of this episode um, of this series, I should say, is our fire tweets. So we have Tom Shaughnessy. Uh, he his handles at Shaughnessy S H A U G H N E S S Y one one nine. Um, and I think he's over at Delphi Digital, um, which is a crypto data provider. And they, this, this is just, you know, this tweet really made me laugh because it was so relatable. So he goes, quote, picture this. It's 2017. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> You're on the last page of CoinMarketCap and you text your buddy about some new $300,000 small market cap, you know, zero trading volume coin. And you're buying it based on a WordPress website. Your buddy texts you back. No one's smarter than us. It's alt season forever. <laughs> I love this because that's literally how my first foray into crypto went with my. Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the Ufi Video Lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. That's right, three in one for triple the security. It's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It gives you keyless entry, so no more fumbling your keys when you have your hands full coming back from the grocery store. No more worry about the kids losing a house key. No more worry about a guest losing the house key or forgetting the passcode on your door. 
And for Airbnbers, it's a no-brainer as you can change the passcode at will between renters. It has available fingerprint recognition and it has AI self-learning chips. So the more you use it, the more accurate it's going to be. You will have no anxiety with the battery charging. It is a rechargeable battery and it lasts around four months. But don't worry, when it's low, it'll give you plenty of weeks notice. And also, it always comes with a physical key as a backup. There's no monthly fee. Unlike other brands that charge you a monthly fee to get your backup recordings, they're always recorded locally and you will always have access. Customer support for the Eufy Video Lock is 24-7, so you don't have to worry about any issues you have. And it comes with an 18-month warranty. What I love about this product is it is truly all-in-one with the three-in-one. You don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My original investing partner. We got into a coin called Graft based on one of his uh, co-workers who was like an engineer. He was like, oh yeah, Graft is going to be the next greatest cryptocurrency. It's mineable. You guys got to get in on this. And we're like, oh, okay, sure. Let's get some Graft. Should we mine it? Should we buy it? Where do we buy it? A trade ogre. Oh, trade ogre is such a nice clean platform. That's amazing. Fucking up. Yeah. Fast forward a few years later. But... We, we were happy at the time, and Graft was actually my entrance into crypto. I've never heard of it. Is it still around? Who knows? Probably not. I got out of it as soon as the development team said, you know, we're relying on the community to grow the size of this project and tell others we don't have any plans to do marketing. <laughs> That's when I went, okay. That's a bad sign. Time, time to dump my bags. And then our other fire tweet here is by a guy who I haven't actually even seen his twitter feed until i saw somebody retweet this one this is dgen spartan that's at d-e-g-e-n-s-p-a-r-t-a-n and this one was really interesting because it put a lot of things into perspective and he start he basically let me give you a little bit of context before i dive into this one he's talking about the advantages of being a retail investor like us right um Versus being a traditional asset manager, institution, a hedge fund. And and let me also define this term he uses called alpha. And alpha is basically just outperformance of the market, right? And in, in the stock world, alpha is how much a fund or an investor could, you know, outperform the S&P 500. S&P 500 is a benchmark. 
And if you have alpha, you know, the S&P goes up 8%, your alpha is only how much you make on your fund or on your investments that is above 8% or whatever that benchmark put in by the end of the year. So in crypto, what is the benchmark? It's Bitcoin, right? That is the S&P 500, if you will, of crypto. So he goes, this is a mega source of alpha for retail. He's basically saying this is the benefits of being a retail investor. There are no approvals, no restrictions, no deadlines, no quarterly filings, no annual reports, no calendar year performance, no explanation to investors, no explanation to bosses. Few will ever understand that all of these things are in fact retail's advantages. And, and that to me just, it, it, it puts things in perspective that, you know, here we are in crypto. It's this market that is just so new and so global and, you know, its regulations are quite nebulous to say the least. And so there's just such an arbitrage opportunity here because so few uh, big money guys are in this market yet because they do have to explain to investors and bosses um, and, you know, regulators, you know, why they're in here and what they're doing. It's just too much of a hassle for a lot of these guys to get into crypto. They don't want to have to be responsible for managing private keys. Uh, you know, they might, uh, they, they, they're scared of the volatility. They have quarterly filings. They can't say one of their assets fell, you know, 50%. There's just all these restrictions and, you know, reports that prohibit them from going into crypto. And that's where our advantage actually lies. That's why, you know, crypto is a grassroots bottom up retail driven phenomenon. Well said. And I think that, uh, I mean, if you think about it in terms of, putting something in long-term. A lot of people are just not comfortable as retail investors trading or dealing with that kind of volatility. But let's say you were willing to invest in something like basketball cards or baseball cards where you buy the pack for the season that costs a few hundred bucks. And you know that maybe in 20, 30, 40 years, these could be very valuable collectibles. Same thing with Beanie Babies and all these other things. Even if you don't know anything about finance, if you don't know anything about trading and it's all very overwhelming to you, you could simply just buy $100 in Bitcoin and say, well, maybe in 30 years it'll be worth something that I can pass down to my kids. Just the same way you would a Beanie Baby collection or some baseball cards. So you can think of it that way too because you have that benefit as a retail investor that you can very, very easily just do that at a small amount. There's no reason to still be on zero right now. Right. There really isn't. All right, let's move on to our next segment. As always, Scorched Earth, where we tell uh, tales about times that we've been scorched or friends that we uh, that we know have been scorched. And this is already episode 22. And when we first started Weekly Fire, we, we thought, oh my God, we've been burned so many times in crypto that I don't care if we go to a thousand episodes, I'm sure we're still gonna have plenty of stories because every day you hear something, whether it's on Twitter or whether it's to a friend or yourself. So... This uh, this week, Pizza Mine came up with uh, with his scorched earth. So, I was fortunate enough to. Poor guy. I know <laughs> I was fortunate enough to like get a little deal together, and I wanted to you know be able to buy some uh, some crypto while the bear market was still kind of sideways. But it took a long time for things to get figured out, and I've been waiting for like three, almost four months now, for this company that me and this other guy were going to go in on to actually get formed. 
waiting on lawyers, waiting on uh, vacations, holidays came in towards the end of the year, and it's still not up. So I've had to, you know, pivot and figure some things out and then waiting for checks to clear and new exchange accounts to open and this and that and the other. I mean, finally, I, I got in, you know, the last couple of weeks before, you know, we really took off, but still like I had everything that I wanted to buy and literally I'm paying twice as much now than when I had originally sourced it. And the funds were actually ready. Like the funds were ready to go. I just couldn't get them all in. And that's how fast this market moves, guys. I have been setting open orders, waiting for, you know, this huge runoff to cool off a little bit and retrace. I thought, well, maybe we'll see 95, maybe 93, maybe even the upper eights again. And it literally not a single open order has hit. Yeah, Nothing. It just doesn't seem like... Um like bids are going to be getting hit. And that's really one of the hallmarks of a bull market is that, you know, there, there are so many anxious buyers and so much anxious sideline cash that they're just, you know, setting bids really, really close to the spread. Um, and anybody who's, you know, setting bids down at the 50 day moving average or even the 30 day or the 20 day, I mean, these aren't getting hit because it's these anxious buyers that are bidding at the 10 at the, at the five day moving average that are getting hit. So, um, you know, that is, you know, that is scorched earth, just not being able to have as much exposure to the market. Yeah. Um, as that, you really, and that's wish. something we've been talking a lot about in the Crypt Nation community now is, yep. you know, what's a good entry point. And at the moment, it seems as soon as possible, as soon as possible. Yeah. That's really what it seems. I mean, again, dollar cost averaging is, is going to be the one way to get into this market, uh, as it's really taking off without feeling like you're getting a bad end of the deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we talk about strategies like that a lot at the Crypto 101 Insider, uh, Crypt Nation. So. And isn't it silly to feel like we've missed out when today was the first time we barely cracked 300 billion? Yeah, again exactly. In a year and a half, it's crazy. Yeah, no, we haven't missed out yet. Just just buy the damn thing. <laughs> uh, smoke and mirrors. If you guys uh, remember smoke and mirrors, this is where you know we kind of get into. Uh, we like to facilitate some heated debates here in the weekly fire. Uh, Pete's mine and I kind of go back and forth between uh, just topics and debates and stuff. We've had all sorts of different things. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about, is it Bitcoin season or is it altcoin season? So Pete's mine, what do you think? Well, you said earlier that it's alt season. So I'll take the other half of this argument and say that it is not alt season. It's Bitcoin season. Okay. It's not duck season. It's wabbit season. <laughs> and this is why. Because the Bitcoin halving is coming up in May, and that's what's driving everything along with it. Do you think alts would still be pumping if Bitcoin wasn't in five figures right now? Hell no. Bitcoin is still over 60% dominant. During the last parabolic bull run, Bitcoin dominance had dropped down like in the 30s. Yeah. So it is still very, very much a Bitcoin-driven market with a very, very few exceptions. There are some alts that I saw start to move on their own regardless of Bitcoin's price, but there's still only as many as I could count on one hand right now. So Bitcoin is still in very much in the driver's seat. What say you, sir? I will keep my argument short uh, because I think I elucidated a lot of my thoughts in the uh, weather report. But I absolutely think that it's alt season. And I think that, you know, altcoins are kind of, you know, in a sense, front running 
uh, Bitcoin. I think all, of course, all these profits that altcoins are going to be having, that are going to be, you know, enjoying really, are going to be taking their profit into Bitcoin. You know, traders will be taking their profits into Bitcoin uh, as the halving comes up. So I basically think that the market is putting on a lot of risk right now, running up uh, everything into the halving. You know, the, of, of course, altcoins will have a really hard sell-off uh, at, at some point in the future, alt seasons historically don't last very long. Uh, they last, you know, three to five months. So we're already about a month and a half into it. So, you know, I'm not necessarily saying the party's over right now. Uh, I'm just saying be careful. Uh, but I think that, you know, altcoins are going to continue to moon uh, pretty hard. And then when that starts to cool off, those people will take their money into Bitcoin and then that is going to really rocket Bitcoin. So I think alt season first, then Bitcoin season, and then both in a beautiful, beautiful, glorious blow off top like we saw in December 2017. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, we survived the bear market. We survived we the bear this. market, everybody. We deserve this. Have a drink. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your night or your morning. If it's morning, do not have a drink. You should probably be having coffee. Um, should go back to bed. You should go back to bed. All right, everybody. Let's round it off with some news. Um, you know, crypto is a very news-driven environment. Finally, again, Finally. the news makes a difference. Yeah, back in the bear market, it was like bad news would drop price 20%. Good news would drop price 19%. Yeah, it really didn't matter what happened back so, then. So, so now we're here. Um, you know, the, the one that I really want to focus on real quick, two I'll, I'll focus on. Uh, the first one is that the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, uh, confirmed that they are indeed working on a digital dollar. Uh, it will have some cash-like privacy features, which is really cool. And he, he made a statement, and his statement was basically in contrast to how China is planning on rolling out their digital dollar. Um, China is focused on 100% um, you know, control of their subjects of their citizens right um it's a very communist environment and we and china basically says that they want to have 100 percent visibility into every transaction of every citizen and so jerome powell chairman of the federal reserve says quote a ledger where you know everybody's payments is not something that would be particularly attractive in the context of the united states and i think he's exactly right um Again, look at our first off, look at our president and the regime that the president has put around him and the, you know, the populist movement and, all, you know, the very conservative movement that America is experiencing right now. Um, you know, Republicans are more or less in control of how things are uh, evolving. The impeachment did not happen. There's a very there, there's a movement of freedom of speech of which money is a form of speech. It's in the Constitution. You have uh, freedom of, you know choice and privacy and all sorts of different things like this. So in America, um, something that would not work is saying, Hey, give up all your privacy of your financial transactions because the government wants it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So the way that, um, the, the chairman is thinking of constructing his, uh, digital dollar is with a little bit of cash like privacy in mind. And I think that's a, I think that's a really smart move. And it, 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 it plays both sides because obviously, obviously as a government, like you're going to want to control your subjects to a certain extent, but you still like a good parent, right? You need to control, but also let them spread their wings and innovate and, um, 
you know, you have to trust them that they're going to make the right decisions. You're going to tr have to trust that they're going to do what's best for the family in the long run. And if they don't, well, then they get caught and they get in trouble um, and they damage themselves and those around them. And there's a consequence at the end of that line. But I think the right stance here as an American citizen, as a patriot, as someone who believes in freedom uh, above all things, you know, this this is what you want to hear from your Federal Reserve chairman um, you know, again, we don't believe in all the things that they do. We don't believe that a lot of what they do is great, but we thought this statement that he made was kind of a paradigm shift in the way that they think about digital currencies, um, and privacy and, you know, granting freedom to, to, to their, to citizens essentially. So we like that. Uh, we're also seeing in tandem with that just bullish bids on the market, you know, where people are saying, Hey, we, we have governmental bodies now and private banks that are all building blockchain products and that are all looking at cryptocurrency technology. Um, so we're seeing the market continue to get bid up on the back of these fundamental news announcements. Fantastic. Super, super exciting. In almost equally big news, uh, at least to me, <laughs> you can now earn 10% on your Litecoin deposits. That's right. The Litecoin Foundation wow. has partnered with Cred to offer 10% interest on Litecoin. There's a lot of lending platforms out there now where you can get, you know, 7 to 9% interest on your stable coins, maybe 3 to 5 on Bitcoin, but now Litecoin has come in with a solid left hook offering 10%. That's huge. So That's what really, is really huge. It's a lending platform like Nexo and That's Celsius? That's right. That's right. Credit okay. is a lending platform. Interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't hadn't heard of it, but if you go to mycred.io, um, apparently you could get 10% on your Litecoin. So imagine having a savings account uh, that compounded 10% every year. Uh, that would be pretty nice because currently you get about 0.01% on your dollar. So why not throw that into Litecoin, throw it into cred and start making 10% on that. That's a big, big bullish announcement for yeah. Bitcoin holders. I think one of the phrases that's going to be thrown around a lot this year is your staking account is now your savings account. Mm, I like that. I know I'm staking my Tezos. Absolutely. And lastly, we have a, a cool little talk. I think Pizza Mind probably has a little bit more insight into this when he, he was reading this story. But is it true that JP Morgan is looking to merge with consensus? Or what's the deal right there? Well, that's an allegation. It's only a rumor. But uh, it's been passed around enough where we're going to announce it in the news. If they were to merge, they're not... It would be their enterprise blockchain offering called Quorum that would be merging with Consensus's Ethereum offering in their development studio. Okay. So JP Morgan itself is not actually buying Consensus. Okay. But they would be having their these two they would be having their subsidiary work with Consensus to offer enterprise blockchains. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And guys, for those of you who don't know, Quorum uh, is developed by JP Morgan, but it is actually a fork of Ethereum, which is privatized, and they roll some uh, zero-knowledge proof stuff on top of it. That's so right. That'd be good to get that uh, into the hands of Consensus, uh, even though Consensus just recently cut down, again, another 14% of their employment base. So kind of, you know, you could see really how, you know, there's, there's this old saying is that trends are built on dead bodies, um, and a lot of those dead bodies are people that had overvalued companies uh, throughout the bull market. And then when the bear market hit, 
you know, the, the rug was pulled out from underneath them. And Consensus was one of those companies. I mean, earlier in the, or in 2019, I think they cut down about 75 or 80% of their employment. They just cut down another 14%. So they had gotten really, really, you know, gutted and hit hard. Um, cause they, it was just very overvalued and overhyped and stuff. And so it's just ironic that at the very bottom of a bear market and really at the beginning of a new bull market, you know, they are still cutting. Um, so it's just really interesting to see those macro type events play out. Yeah. And in the crypto 2020 summit, one of the main things that we learned is this year could be very ripe for crypto's biggest ever mergers and acquisitions. Yeah. And now here we are just uh, literally weeks later, something huge like this. Yes, that was a big that was a big theme that people were talking about at the Crypto 2020 Summit. Um, guys, that's all that we have planned for you in today's episode of the Weekly Fire. Um, as always, guys, we love you. We love you. We love you. Uh, we couldn't do this without you guys. And just a final reminder, if you guys want to join uh, our private group, talk to us every day, get access to our portfolio for a buck. Um, join us at Crypto101Insider.com. Uh, to learn more. Thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next week. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.